Pitfall number seven, counting on the government. Having worked for years on both sides of the street regarding investments that rely on the government, my experience tells me that projects that are solely based upon government programs or subsidies are more often than not a poor investment. If a potential investee approached me with a gap in a government program as his main support for investing in a venture, I don't hesitate. I don't even listen. I quickly say, no thanks. The same rule applies to so-called tax shelters. If the IRS leaves a loophole you can take advantage of when no one else can, watch out. My experience with quote-unquote tax shelters is that the investor spends more time and money in court trying to protect his position while the attorneys make all the money. I don't have any tax shelter investments in my private equity management practice. I take the cream of the crop investment opportunities, set them up in the most tax-advantaged way possible, execute, and then pay the taxes that are legally due. When I was with the Environmental Protection Agency in Dallas, I found it remarkable the number of people who would thumb their noses at the government, usually out of ignorance. This isn't smart, because when the government wants to act, they can put your face in the mud and not let you breathe without permission. I know of several cases where bad actors were audited and inspected more than once a year. They spent millions of dollars defending themselves against the most mundane of charges. What a waste of time and life, especially when their activities were hurting the health and welfare of potentially thousands of individuals. This is not to say that taking government research and exploiting it is not a good idea. It is a wonderful money-making idea. But if you get into an investment program that depends on continued funding by the government or tax advantages from the government to be successful, you are in the most perilous of circumstances. Some government programs are better than others. HUD, Housing and Urban Development, programs that lend money or pay rent for poor and elderly populations, are some of the more stable programs. Aside, if your sole profits come from any government agency, then you are at great risk of losing your entire investment. It is certainly wise to apply for every grant and subsidy available, but I never participate in a program that, to be successful, is solely dependent on a government loophole, grant, or loan. I also suspect every investment program that must rely on government tax benefits or tax incentives to be profitable. The government has no heart or emotion when it comes to you and your profits. The people who administer programs and vote in Congress have absolutely no loyalty to you, regardless of how much money you have donated to them in the past. A prime example is the Super Collider Project in Texas. In 1988, Congress voted several billion dollars of government money to build a super collider in Ellis County, just minutes south of Dallas. This project was a boom for the state, which was still recovering from the oil bust of 1984. Literally thousands of skilled and unskilled personnel were hired to dig a giant tunnel in the ground. From the very start, this was a classic boondoggle. Billions were spent and made, but when the merry-go-round stopped, Thousands of people lost everything they had worked so hard to amass and save. When I consulted and worked for the EPA, I personally knew hundreds of former Super Collider employees. They had experienced one of the worst layoffs, termed a reduction in force, in government history. 
These people had to find new jobs and start life over again at half and even one quarter pay, living in rent houses, surviving paycheck to paycheck, because the windfall that was to last forever was over. As an investor, this is not the kind of end result you want, not for you and not for the people who work with you or their families. Unless you make your living servicing the government, my recommendation is that you, as the intelligent investor, should never get involved with such an endeavor because you are setting up yourself and all your people for disaster and financial failure. This section is not regarding government contracting as a business. If, as a company or investor, you can contract with the government for products and or services to supplement your already existing business, then this should certainly be done. But building a business solely on government handouts is a poor business model at best.